Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome to Product Coffee, a podcast where product management leaders share stories, advice, and thoughts on all things product over a cup of coffee. Grab a cup of joe and join us to level up your product career 30 minutes at a time. So top of mind for me um, that I'd love to get your thoughts on, Taj, is um, strategic planning processes. Okay. What does that mean to you first before I dive in? What is that? I'm going to ask, what does that mean to you? All right. (laughs) Uh, Well, let's see. For me, I think we have, uh, there's goal frameworks, right? I think most common and popularized is the OKR objective and key results. I think I've been in a part of organizations that have done that well, done that with a variety um, level of success and more than often poorly. There's, there's ways to structure and manage the product work. Mm. All right. So there's OKRs. There's, you know, OGSM is another. What is it? I don't, I haven't heard of this one. What is that one? Objectives, strategies, goals. Let's say wait, OG objectives, goals, strategies, measurements metrics metrics okay i've also heard of nct's have you heard of that no what, what's it <laughs> all called? the acronyms <laughs> see everyone has a different uh narratives commitments and tasks narratives commitments and tasks interesting yeah i mean you had me at narrative that's one of my favorite ideas yeah i saw something i think it was akash gupta might have been tweeting about it uh, the other week his thing was uh, like a north star metric or just north north star something and then you know and then metrics i have learned that in the southern hemisphere north star is meaningless and so not an appropriate term i would just say true north i don't i don't know if that bothers australians or not but they don't have a north star yeah, there's a way that each is is particular and different and one will work better than the other and there's a way that they are all the same so it's a question of uh, are you letting the tool be an extension of your hand or are you contorting your hand to fit the handle of the tool well i guess it's like what are you trying to accomplish with the, the goal framework is, is that kind of where you're getting at with what you're tr- trying to do yeah is it the right tool but is it is it even the right class of tool i mean so at, at its root all of these systems seem to be you have a big thing and then you have smaller things that point toward it and and what is a good way to articulate that and what is a good way to to note you know if you're moving in the right direction i go back to you know i like nautical analogies i go back to just navigation so north star or true north is a good one. You need to have a, a proper sense of direction. You need to know what it is you're trying to get to on the other side of the ocean. So that's your your goal or objective or whatever you want to call it. And then along the way, you need the ability to mark your heading, bearing, position, and speed. I think that all of these systems are trying to do that. They're just trying to help you navigate on the open seas, where all you have is a notion of what's over the horizon, where you want to be, and you're doing your best to figure out where am I now, where am I pointed, 
where am I headed? Because bearing is where you're pointed. Heading is where you're moving. You might, the wind might be pushing you sideways, and you have to know that. What's your speed? And in those, at sea, there's two kinds of speed. There's your speed in the water, and then there's, then there's your actual progress toward your goal. Just like you could be moving at 20 knots, but actually standing still in a 20-knot current with a storm surge. Well, I, it's a perfect analogy. I love that. So I want to ask you more in, in a tactical question in this respect. So you've seen different flavors of this. You've probably implemented different flavors of this. Attempted. Um, you know, <laughs> tell me a tactical example of one of those times, frameworks, scenarios, situations, uh, storm. Tell me about that in, in particular so that I can understand. And maybe you can tell me one that was a successful version of this or you felt that was successful at, during the time. What were the details? How did it happen? How did you stand it up? What were the factors kind of like get to the meat of it? I hate to have to go all the way back in history to a really old example, but it was, I think that the first and most salient success with this was way back when I was at the acupuncture school, we had to turn things around. We had to kind of refactor what we were doing. And I was fresh off of rereading Ellie Goldratt's The Goal for the third or fourth time. And so I was talking with the executive director at length about what is it we're really doing here? Or maybe he was asking me that. I don't remember, you know, who said what, but the dialogue was basically, are we trying to get students into our program? That's a necessary condition, but what's it for? To what end? Well, they need to graduate. Okay, but to what end? Well, they need to be able to pass their licensing exams at the state and national level. Okay, but to what end? Well, they need to be able to uh, go into practice and be acupuncturists. Okay, what does that look like? Well, if they're going to do that, they're going to have this business that can sustain itself. They can get enough patients, charge enough money that they can keep this business going and make a living. Ah, okay, so that's that's a success. That's a successful practitioner. So then that is our throughput. That is our measure. We are here to produce successful practitioners. Of course, we have to make money. We have to recruit enough students to, to pay all the teachers and keep the doors open. That's a necessary condition, not throughput. To follow that theory of constraints, you, you put quality control up at the front of the line because any effort you put into processing raw materials that will ultimately fail the quality test at the end is wasted effort. In the admissions process, we had to look for who are people who are not only likely to make it through this program. It's not just, hey, do you have the money? Can you become a student? It's, do we think you are going to be able to graduate and then have the trajectory the you know to keep the flywheel going to get your license and go into practice and will you have what it takes to have a successful practice very similar to like the pqls the product qualified leads right like you're wanting to make sure to vet them up from that quality to make sure your um, activation is as optimal as possible right to increase that you decrease the quantity and focus on the folks that are converting thank you for bringing it back to current times yes <laughs> current terminology <laughs> um, that's right so you were able to devise a strategy from that kind of vision this kind of guiding light north star or or far off flag in the sand that we're all heading towards right we're all marching towards and, and now then you identified a strategy in order to get there right and so when when we think about kind of how do you leverage that framework how how could you implement that framework with a team of multiple product managers multiple maybe customer value streams you're optimizing towards all towards that same vision and goal in the right level in the right um height right of focus because how do you take something so abstract of like creating sex successful practitioners to say 
well, you're responsible for getting them through the door. In this example, we actually, we did face all of those elements because there's like, we're required to do a certain number of hours for various topics, Western medicine, herbal medicine, clinical practice, and so forth. So we have compliance issues that, that determine the what we teach. But then there was also, we had to make sure that they had entrepreneurship training. We had to add classes. And we also had a continuing education thing that we started up. And then each teacher knew their piece of the puzzle and, and everybody was always being asked, how does this contribute to successful practitioners? And that was the alignment. If we were to give a quick bit of homework out to our listeners on how to best approach strategic planning, we probably need a part two for this one. What kind of thing that they can implement or get into next week could give them a foot up? I mean, the big homework you're going to need to do is go through the ultimate ends and figure out what is that throughput? What is that big thing that is the ultimate measure that everything else is a necessary condition? Something that transcends the industry features products that is is a core to that job of a function or the thing that you're accomplishing that is not industry specific. If you're focused on that, it sounds like you're set up, you're, get, you're setting your team up for success there. It, I mean, it, it's, it's going to be industry specific because you're in that business for a reason, but what is that reason? To understand that and then put it in the right, right elevation of context to the industry, then it makes sense. If you want to make money, rob a bank. You're not doing that. So what are you doing and why are you doing that? You have a reason. What is it? Let's end on that. Uh, looks like we finished up our coffee, so uh, go level up. This has been Product Coffee, produced and engineered by me, Kevin Gentry. Through our podcast partner, Anchor, you can now record a voice message and send us ideas or topics to cover, and who knows, we might end up playing it on the show. You can also become a supporter of Product Coffee by contributing a monthly donation to help us sustain future episodes. Please rate, review, and subscribe to Product Coffee on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.